Hi, how's hey, it going? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it is. We tend to do that, talk over each other. Yeah, it's whatever. It's whatever. At some point, we'll <laughs> figure out. We'll just, at some point, we'll just keep talking and we won't know what each other's saying. We'll just keep talking over each other throughout the whole episode. I think that'll be good. <laughs> that sounds like when we argue. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, everything's good. <laughs> right now, I'm I'm going through I was going through my um plant list. Yeah. I am trying to get a shit ton of seeds to start off my to start growing my plant starts. And hopefully I could start dishing them out by April. Yeah, tell the people what you're trying to do. What are you trying to accomplish? Mm, so realize that we have a pretty decent sized garden my um and i end up buying random seeds right so i was like okay well why why hold on to these seeds every year by well why only plant a few and then hold on to these seeds for the following years when at some point those seeds aren't um they're not going to be viable anymore right viable is the right word isn't it like they expire or something yeah they like they expire yeah so i was like why don't i just plant everything plant everything and then sell off what we don't need all the extras, save a few so that way I could save my own seeds for the next year. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing that. And then hopefully some of that, put some of that money aside for my gym. There you go. I think I, I think I know a lot of people that like to garden. Dante's plant shop. Yes, sir. Coming to you soon. Right. All we'll, organic. All we'll organic, keep you baby. Posted. No pesticides. There you go. How you doing? What are you up to? I am doing really well we had my cousin over we had like I haven't had house guests in a really long time so tonight was the first night um cooked dinner for them so they just left right before we started recording um it's so crazy these days how like how much of a schedule I'm on because if I can't if I don't stick to my schedule I feel a little thrown off oh really like please tell me I'm not alone in that or like you guys know how I'm feeling too but and I never used to be like this. I feel like before I used to be a little bit more spontaneous, easygoing. And I, I think I still am, but just not as much. You got a schedule? Well, like ever since the new year, ever since I started like my certificate program and uh, oh, you know I what see. I mean? Like yeah. I've just, I've just been more on a schedule. <laughs> Don't men. I had to text somebody. I had to text somebody yesterday, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I haven't been able to do research on that. I've been busy." Dot dot dot. And I look over to my husband. I'm like, "Do you think they're wondering what the hell I'm doing? Because I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Like, what could she possibly be busy with?" But I'm busy. Okay. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Um, Life does get pretty hectic. Yeah, it does, and. Over the weekend, we had a play date with one of Cameron's um, classmates, which was really fun because we like went out and are starting to enjoy this new town that we moved in a year ago, which sounds crazy, but like, I'm ready to start exploring this area a little bit more. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Trying to get back into the swing of things. Like I have so so many books I want to start reading. I just wish I had more time. That's what I need to do. I've fallen off so hard. Yeah. You know that um, the Humankind book we're reading? Yeah. I haven't touched it. <laughs> I, know, I know you haven't. I might try I'm not to- bothering you about it, though. I'm not on your case, but. I just need to do it. See, I've been caught up with Netflix recently. Um, mm. Well, kind of. Netflix is when I go to sleep, but uh, I should be reading before I go to sleep. I don't need to be on Netflix. There's nothing good to watch. I've been watching Love is Blind. It's not good. Not a good show. Love, yes. Season one or season two? Because I just finished season two. I'm done with all. Whoa. It's in the background, though. I'm not paying attention. Okay. It's in the background. But still, because when I first talked to you about Love is Blind, what, not even a week ago? Mm -hmm. You were a straight hater. Yeah, I'm still a hater. But you finished it. (laughs) The show was stupid. The show was so stupid. Tell me about, okay, keep going. Okay. What are your thoughts on Love is Blind? So I do think that there are a couple of people that are genuinely in love. Okay, and be careful not to give out spoilers if someone hasn't seen Love is Blind yet. 
Yeah. So but maybe we can like generalize it or something. I don't know. To give you an idea of it, you start, they're trying to eliminate the whole superficial aspect of dating. So yeah. when you first meet each other, um, you guys are in separate rooms. There's a wall in between you guys. And, uh, but you guys can talk to each other and you ask each other questions, get to know each other for however long you're in the room. And I think after everybody makes the rotation, that's when you make your selection. Is that what it is? It seems like, so I think there's about 14, 15, 16, like girls and guys, and they all date each other in what they call these pods. Um, this room. Yeah. And we watched on the same show. Yes. And then, so in the beginning, I mean, obviously you're going to want to talk to as many people as you want. And yeah, when you end up finding, like, maybe you have your top three or top five or whatever it might be, you know, you have connections with more people than others. Um, you just start like dating them in these pods all at the same time. Oh, it's still can. Oh, I thought it was one day you meet no. and you and, and then I actually think that they are given 10 days in these pods, if I'm not mistaken. And if you have like a strong connection with someone and if they feel like moving forward, mm -hmm. that could end in an engagement. Okay. And that is the only way they get to, to finally meet each other face-to-face -face after they get engaged in these pods. Gotcha. Okay. And so it's this, it's this social experiment and they're trying to answer the question, is love blind? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I guess I haven't been paying attention too closely. Clearly. So, it's just in the background. Well, yeah. So at the very beginning, I think it's stupid because <laughs> it, it is just like an interview in a sense, it still is somewhat superficial because to me, being superficial doesn't mean you're just focusing on aesthetics, right? On looks. Okay. Uh, because, you know, the thing that really kind of upset me was that in the first season, this isn't even going to, no, it's not going to be a spoiler because I don't know the names of these people. So okay. two people, I guess they, <laughs> they go, I think I'd love you. Uh -huh. And she's like, I think I do too. Is that weird to say? It's like, I, I don't know, but this is how I feel. And so I'm like, all right, cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. Okay. So they go back to their rooms. They come back the next day and the girl's like, so do you, uh, do you feel the same way as you felt last night? Uh-huh. And the guy's just chilling. He's like, nah. And then she's like, the whole time she's waiting for an answer, uh -huh. she has this huge smile. Mm -hmm. And then after his response, she drop it drops and she's like, well, why would you say all that then? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's it, <laughs> like, what do you, what do you mean? Or are you expecting it to just be a magical experience? Like uh -huh. after like, while you guys can't even hang out with each other in mm -hmm. person. But um, once they meet each other, that's when I got a little bit more interested in watching. I was like, oh, okay, they're actually doing stuff. They actually get to interact. Got it. And they get to see the other people. And then I was more interested in seeing, like, what do the other people do when um, they see their possible interest? Because once they meet in person, they've already chosen their match, right? Yes. So they see the people that they were previously interested in. Yeah. Like, okay, well, are you really into this person? Or are you just trying to see what marriage is going to be like with this person mm -hmm. or just finish off the game? There was one guy that was, um, so he's short. He's like five, four, right? So he's, and I'm yeah. short too. So I'm like five, five and a half, five, uh -huh. five point five. Y'all recognize that. So, <laughs> um, so the way they played him on the show, like uh -huh. his whole narrative was like, oh, it's, I'm being short, it's so tough to get girls, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he made it so depressing and mm -hmm. focused just on his height and, like, that's why he's depressed. I'm like, bro, there are plenty of short guys out there that are getting girls. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they had to play this narrative to make it so dramatic. Just relax. Mm -hmm. Just relax. But I think the um, the hot topic of that show was some dude named chad on the second season chase charles there is a chase i believe there was a chase second season the dude that looks cracked out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That, that could be a spoiler because 
I saw that on um on TikTok. Uh-huh. I didn't know who the fuck this guy was, and everybody showed his teeth because uh-huh. like when he smiles, it's just like his two front teeth that are showing. Oh or like God. a huge gross stuff. <laughs> it was it was so weird. This guy looked coked out every uh-huh. single episode. Yeah, wait, hold on. I want to make sure it is before I before I say anything. I don't want to ruin it. Um Here, let's look up. I'll Google this white coked out guy from um Shane. Shane. Okay. Shane. Um I was actually a, and this is gonna be a spoiler alert if you haven't seen season two yet. So maybe skip over this. Um, but Shane, I was actually worried about him because in one of his last interviews he looked like he was on something and I called it out when we were watching when I was watching this with my husband I'm like he does not look okay yeah he, he does is on something um so I don't know if I feel bad for Nally I think I do because I think I don't know they actually really surprised me I thought because everyone else had confidence in them. I thought they were going to make it too. Who? in the white and Asian girl? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, all the couples kept saying, like, if there's any couple that's going to make it out of this, it's going to be Natalie and Shane because they are so much alike. Like, uh, don't give it away too much. People. No, I, I already told them. I gave them a spoiler. I said, skip this part. Oh, you're just going to tell everybody the whole episode or the whole season. Then. No. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I gave a warning. So if you're listening to this, that was your choice. Um, but anyways, I do think it's really interesting. You know, we were watching Love is Blind and I told my husband, I was like, I was like, damn, I wish I could go on a blind date. And he was like, he's like, you did with me. <laughs> Wait, it was a blind date for you guys? So I completely forgot. It was a blind, it was a blind date for me. Um, he knew what I looked like from my social media at the time, which I think was I like, see. no, it was, it was something called apartment 107. Oh no, I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. Yeah. Um, apartment 107 or Asian Avenue. Don't ask me why he had an Asian Avenue, <laughs> but anyways, that's besides the point. No, he knew what I looked like. I didn't know what he looked like. Um, so there, I guess I did go on a blind date and love is blind (laughs) just kidding but um it's interesting because they don't they don't get to see each other right until they are engaged Mm -hmm. and you said it no what do you mean they don't get to see each other unless they are engaged oh that's that's the whole thing that's the whole thing you get engaged in the pods oh shit i didn't know that Oh my god! Where, where, I thought where everybody you? was just falling in love and was like, "Yo, let's get married." Where were you like five minutes ago? And I said they have ten days to date in the pods. I think I think I was. Oh man, I'm sorry. Okay, and then, so, so they're engaged. Whatever. So you get engaged <laughs> in the pods. If you do, if that doesn't result in an engagement, you don't get to move forward. Yeah. So. Oh, so okay, those- that's okay. Now it makes sense because when you said 14 people, I thought that was too much. Okay. The it experiment starts off with around there, like 14 to 16 yeah. people, I think is what I read somewhere. Um, you know, I'm I'm a fan, I think. I'm a fan of the show. It's- I don't hate it. It's really interesting, really interesting. Um they talked about mental health in the second season, which was kind of like nice to bring that to light. You're looking at me crazy. I don't think you watched the, <laughs> I don't think you watched Love is Blind. Like it was just in the background, which I, I don't blame you. But <laughs> I, I, okay, so second season, I definitely <laughs> fell asleep. I watched two episodes by watch. I mean, I, I heard that it was on mm-hmm. and, I, and I saw Chase and uh, Shane. Shane. <laughs> I saw Shane and Natalie get married, and I guess he said something to her the night before. He was drunk, and they did not get married. No, they did. No, he had the dress on. He there was a wedding. Oh my god! Another oh spoiler god. alert. Good job. Uh, <laughs> anyways, all right, all right. They were <laughs> anyways. anyways. I he there said was a wedding. Yeah, he oh, said something yeah. to her uh, the night before, I guess, or 
couple nights before and he he blamed it on being drunk yeah and it was something really bad like yeah but so they they didn't get married no (laughs) okay i didn't watch it no well it's done it it played all the way through the last season or through the last episode i'm not going back i'm good that's what she called you watched okay good to know for future reference yeah in that case i watched a lot of shows (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of shows pay attention i don't know but i watched it <laughs> i think that one thing one thing they should do hmm. is use um personality tests and use that as part of the part of the experiment to what to try and like match them up or something they should call it they should call it opposites to track okay and then you take you do a personality test you take the most similar people, put them in one group, mm-hmm. and then they do the interviews with the people that mm-hmm. are polar opposites. Mm-hmm. You go about it that way. That'd be interesting. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, that would be really interesting because there's all these personality tests and they say like, who would you most be compatible with? Or they have all these like predictions, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, put these personality tests to the test. Yeah, we should uh, create the show. It's called Opposites Attract. Okay. You're on to something. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. We can't. Hold on. We can't put this episode out until yeah, <laughs> we got the script, like the first six until episodes. Until the, the show's done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of personality tests, we did a couple. Yes. We did uh, the Myers-Briggs ones. Ones. The Myers-Briggs test <laughs> and the Enne- Enneagram test. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I hope so. Enneagram. Um, Wait, hold on. I thought, oh, the Myers-Briggs is the four letters? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we both took the test and got our results. What do you think of your results? Okay, so. Would you like to tell the people what you got? Yes. So I got. And at ENFJ, so we're going to start off with what Myers-Briggs. I think that's like the most simple to explain. Uh, we took this, I think we took the test last year. Mm-hmm. Have you taken this test multiple times before? I've taken this one before. No, but have you taken it multiple times before? Oh, before this, this one right here. No, I haven't. Okay, just wondering. I don't think, I no, I haven't taken this one before. Um, I've taken the... Well, actually, this is the second time I've taken any of these tests, so. Okay. The only reason I ask is because I'm a little weary. Is that the right word? Weary or skeptic that like, if you take take this test one point in time, like you mentioned, we took this last year. Mm -hmm. And what if I were to retake the test again this year? Would my results be the same? If you're true to yourself. That's how I would see it because if you're true if you're the same person well yeah if you're the same person you know i think that um let's put it this way i think if you were to at least from my perspective if you were to grow into someone that's completely different mm-hmm. than what you were before like that's not your true self that's just a part of you mm-hmm. right um, i don't know I, I don't agree with you okay I mean, we just talked about like values on our last episode, right? Mm-hmm. And values is something that can also change True. Um, in your life. So why can't these results change as well? No, no, I'm not saying they can't. I'm oh. saying that I think that if uh, I'm looking at long, longevity, right? So uh-huh. I think that a majority of, you lo- of your, your life, if you lived a certain lifestyle and you obviously establish your values at that point, Mm-hmm. consider to live your lifestyle or you continue to live that lifestyle with those values mm-hmm. I would assume that's your true self sure if you if you've if you've actually taken the time to grow and self-reflect right mm-hmm. uh, because let's say I mean it's probably the worst example but let's say someone got caught up in drugs did some meth for a couple of years was a really bad drug addict and ended up in jail right mm-hmm. But they turned a new leaf, they grew, became someone, changed their community, whatever, did something extremely positive, right? Mm -hmm. And they continue to live the rest of their life that way. They just had one hiccup Mm -hmm. where 
something switched and they realize like that's not them right mm-hmm. so of course that personality is going to change mm-hmm. based on their experiences but there are those people where they like that there are meth addicts that really just like being meth addicts and they'll just stay that way mm-hmm. and that's what their true self might be and that's just my opinion mm-hmm. right? sure 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 um but so the myers-briggs right that's the four letters yes so what's crazy is i took this last year um or two years ago and i had a client that was in psychology and he um and he was trying to analyze me and he broke it down he's like i really like the myers-briggs and he got the exact same letters that i that actually came out on the test which is weird um but for me i got enfj Mm-hmm. dash a slash enfj dash t which is extroverted hold on let's see oh let's go to strength and weaknesses sorry i'm reading right through this so so i'm receptive reliable passionate altruistic charismatic um that's for my strengths my weaknesses are i'm unrealistic overly idealistic condescending <laughs> intense and overly empathetic that sounds about right <laughs> that, that 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 really does sound right though if it does it's a little that is... <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh that is that's fucking hilarious oh my god are you, are you proud of yourself um do you like how you sound <laughs> i'm not proud of the way they worded this can you imagine if people put their like myers-briggs on well actually some people do i think some people put their results like on dating apps or like on their profile somewhere yeah you know they really do though i've seen some women put it all on there so i'm on my profile now mm-hmm. now you get to compare since we we're talking about change you actually mm-hmm. get to compare your previous score Oh, I don't have one. I just took it once. Oh, you only took it once? Mm-hmm. Why did I take this then? Eh, doesn't matter. Okay, so it looks I like- might, I might though. And there because the reason I asked that question about if you took it a second time, do you think you'd get the same results? Is because I feel like I am a di- different person than who I was five years ago, than who I was two years ago to who I am right now. Uh-huh. So I I would just be curious. Okay, so looking at looking at my score from last year i got the exact same thing okay the exact same thing so they give you percentages um my um my extroversion extroversion increased by eight percent my intuition increased by four my amount of feeling <laughs> dropped down 22 percent oh damn uh, and then my judgment dropped down what is that? 28%, 26%. And then my assertiveness dropped down 12%. Mm. Damn, COVID took a hit on me. My <laughs> God. And what's crazy is I took this March 3rd. Almost a year ago today. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So you agree with your results. You think it's pretty on, on point? I would say it's pretty on point i do like these questions better than the enneagram questions which we'll get into in a little bit but mm-hmm. um i do feel like so there is one thing that i think is um creates somewhat somewhat of a bias here or kind of creates a bias it is i don't know the right term for it but if i already see that i'm extroverted right mm-hmm. on here i would assume that you know or i would try to be more outgoing with everything that I do because I feel like that that's my label okay right same thing with um being assertive if I'm getting giving a high percentage of assertiveness then I feel like oh I have to assert myself in some way Mm. yeah what was your score so my results I got um actually very similar to you but I'm the opposite I am introverted I got introversion yo I swear you did take this because this is the same result as last year for you yeah yeah, I took this last year. Oh, I thought you said you didn't take this last year. No, I, t- I took it last year. I didn't take it this again. I took this last year. These are my results from last year. Oh, you didn't take it again. Oh, man, yes. all over the place. I apologize. You are. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you are. Um, only because, and you know why? I took this 
So the story about this Myers-Briggs test, um, about seven years ago, I started my new job in sales and marketing. And uh, I don't think I was even at my job for a week or two before my boss at the time asked me to take this test. Mm -hmm. And it was all fun and games. We actually ended up becoming really good friends through the years, but what I think she was doing, what I believe she was doing at the time was just trying to learn more about me and my personality, how we might work together and if we might work well. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be my guess, especially since because we worked in a two-person office. It was just me and her. So uh, we had to work really close together. So she had me take this test. I don't know how she even brought it up take this test and let me, let me know your results. And we sat there and just like read them together. And now that I know the kind of person she is, she was totally like analyzing, (laughs) totally analyzing me. And I don't know, maybe seeing if we were going to work out or not, Mm -hmm. but, um, I know with this Myers-Briggs test, I think I've read that a lot of like companies or organizations or maybe HR um, departments maybe use them, but this is where I have the problem. So my results, like I agree with them to a certain extent, but like, okay, earlier in the recording, you quickly went over your like strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And uh, so I'll read it out loud because I want you to hear them and see if you agree with them too about me, but strengths creative, insightful, principled, passionate, altruistic. It says my weaknesses, oh, where did it go? Uh, Weaknesses is sensitive to criticism, reluctant to open up, perfectionist, avoiding the ordinary and prone to burn out. I feel, I mean, okay, so this is my issue with them is I like to think I'm open to criticism, but maybe there is a part of me that is sensitive. Um, this says I'm reluctant to open up, but I think that I, I can open up more easily than a lot of other people, but I I don't know. That's, I think that's my beef with these kind of personality tests. It's not like a end all be all, you know, the whole criticism thing. I I think you do pretty well with criticism, but there was that one time, Uh, you know, know, which is my issue. Cause I usually jump the gun. If I feel like something's not going to work. Mm-hmm. and I haven't been sold on it I'm gonna go mm-hmm. quick to explain why it's not gonna work uh-huh. um but I think you were giving me like you were suggesting you were suggesting something why we should do it this specific way or whatever uh-huh and I was like no doesn't make any sense at all and you're mm-hmm. like how are you gonna shut it down I'm like well we've already went that route before and this is why it doesn't work and mm-hmm. I laid out mm-hmm. like a b c d e Mm-hmm. and you're like oh but you're gonna be quick to shut it down I'm like yeah because it, it doesn't work like we we know it's not gonna work that's why okay. and then it turned into a whole argument and then I was and then at the, in the end it was like in the end I, I was like oh fuck it all right let's go ahead and do it let's go ahead and do it mm-hmm. and then I think after we got it done you're like I don't think we should do it <laughs> I was like what the fuck <laughs> I think it was creating the creating the intro Mm-hmm. like the trailer intro uh, something intro. like that yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. we still managed to make it work in yeah. a different way um but I think the way I came at you you didn't like it and it wasn't really in a well and that it was wasn't like, in a kind way either I was just like nah we're just that right. was like our first disagreement like big disagreement in like our 20 years of friendship well, I so, mean if I knew your, if I knew your Myers-Briggs, I probably would have okay. probably would have approached you differently, you know? <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. So, well, so the reason why I bring that all up, like this is not the end all be all because as humans are so complicated. I think it's, you can't just be like, oh, here's my personality test and, or my personality test results. And this is like what I'm like, you know, there's definitely like a spectrum to this. And I highly doubt that there's one test that encompasses our personalities and just tells us the type of person we are. You know what I mean? It's true. So I feel like when we do read these results and like, I read your results. I agree with, I agree with my results. 
yeah. okay yeah <laughs> I don't know maybe I wasn't now you're making me think I'm like was I true to myself when I was answering these questions it's, I mean there's just there's so many factors that that can affect the obviously the outcome yeah. um but I don't know we I think we just need to be careful and people need to be careful when they get these results I don't like this is not a hundred percent you know so I don't think anybody's gonna jump off of a bridge because they didn't get the score that they wanted, Michelle. We, we're good. So, but okay. So, one thing I wanted to point out, though. Oh, uh huh. My bad. Yeah. Uh, one I thing know, I wanted like, to point out like, was um, <laughs> we talked about this before. I think in order to get a true representation, I, like I feel like these tests are somewhat valid. You know, valid in the sense like it's not going to be one hundred percent accurate, but I think they can get you down to a T when describing what your personality is. Now, the problem is whether you're being honest with yourself. Like, is this how you really are or is yeah. this how you want to be when yeah. you're answering the questions, right? Yep. That's one issue. Also, there is, um, I don't know if you know it, but there's like a psychological term that's used when someone perceives themselves to be a certain type of way. And then when they get told that they're not that type of person, they don't do well with that because it it's two different um, perspectives that don't coincide. Hmm. There's a I term, for it, but I don't know the term for it. Sorry. But yeah, yeah. So there are some people that just can't deal with that when when it doesn't um, when it doesn't match up with what you believe yourself, how you believe yourself to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people just don't do well with those answers. You know, interesting you brought that up because when I was taking the Enneagram test, which I did take today, I thought about that a lot Well, as I was picking my answers, which the Enneagram test is like a 144 question test. And it's only, it's like multiple choice between two questions, right? And you're just supposed to pick the one that you feel that you lean towards. Um, but yeah, I thought about that a lot. I'm like, is this how I perceive myself to be? And do others perceive, how do others perceive me? And again, in that, like that affects how I answer, therefore my results. There were some questions I was like, when I was about to answer, I'm like, well, this is how I feel about myself, but I know Mm -hmm. for sure people perceive me to be something different. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way that I analyze the questions, the way that i interpreted the questions were probably a lot different than some people would interpret them mm-hmm. or it's like I'm extremely situational you know we had that one game where it was like a would you rather I think we mm-hmm. tried to do that before and I was like well is it raining outside like do I get a jacket and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter just yeah that's the question right so there were a few questions that I did not like because you you have to pick one or the other Mm-hmm. regardless of the situation right right yeah like there's one here it says i've often wondered why people focus on the negative when there is so much that's wonderful about life i've often uh-huh. or i've often wondered why people are so happy when so much in life is messed up mm-hmm. so i'm reading that i was like man there's a perfect example we were <laughs> we were drinking this was like friday night and I was like, damn, y'all see what happened in Ukraine? And then my friend goes, oh, why did we got to talk about that? So depressing. Like, come on, I want to be in a good mood. And Mm -hmm. that falls under the whole, why are people so happy when so much in life is messed up, right? Because Ukraine is going through some shit right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also get the side where like, I'm at work. Like there are people that are, some people are bitching about shit. That's not really something you need to bitch about. I'm like, yo, like, let's have a good fucking day. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, I get it but I think I mean this is an overall idea of how your life is right when you answer these questions mm-hmm. yeah so it is what it is did you agree with your Enneagram score oh we didn't even go over that yeah I know. I, we just went over Myers-Briggs right yeah, yeah yeah oh sorry I do and uh, for some reason I think I like the Enneagram test a little more than this Myers-Briggs mm-hmm but my Enneagram, it says I'm a type, I'm a type six or number six. I'm a loyalist. It's the highest one that I scored in. What's your top three? So my top three. So, 
Okay. Six being the first. And then I actually tied. Well, okay. I didn't tie. Um, the next one would be a number nine, the peace banker. And then the third would be three, the achiever. The fuck? Why are you sorry? <laughs> You're uh, like, the, you the peacemaker, huh? I would have just absolutely like, really. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like you just like fall back sometimes and just let it be so it doesn't you, disturb your peace. You don't know me. <laughs> I guess no, not. are you really? Like, I feel like I'm always the one like in the middle and I'm like neutral <laughs> that doesn't mean you're, you're a peacemaker though <laughs> okay so <laughs> anyways um I do I do believe like I am a type six and again oh man so again here's where I struggle because I think who I was five years ago two years ago like I'm a different person now mm-hmm. and so it was hard to answer these questions being like you lean towards or you have been or you prefer you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like it wants this generalization and I just I don't I don't know so I did find it kind of difficult to answer these questions um what was your results really quick and do you you agree with them no I definitely agree with them if you break it down um top uh top three before we hop into that what are you on your page right now for your results? Yeah. Okay. If you scroll down, cause you get the results overview. If you mm-hmm. scroll down, there should be the personality type, which is your top, your top one, um, yeah. your number one, your, or your mm-hmm. highest score. Yeah. And scroll down past that circle or whatever. And then it says generally whatever. Are. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. So what are those for you? Okay, so it says sixes are reliable, hardworking, organizing, vigilant, dutiful, evaluating, persevering, cautious, anxious, believing, and doubting, conservative, and <laughs> liberal. Yes. What? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Oh my God, bro. This is so some of you guys might not know this, man. When we be having conversations, like you'll you'll give both sides like you you're unbiased right which is, is great. that me or is that me oh my god yeah it sounds confusing as fuck like you'll agree with it and not agree with something at the same time <laughs> is everything yeah. oh uh, my gosh so funny and then um so i'll just like i'll read through this whole box real quick so sixes get into conflicts by being pessimistic defensive evasive negative worrying doubtful negative negativistic, reactive, suspicious, and blaming. And at their best, sixes are courageous, cooperative, disciplined, grounded, secure, faithful, self-expressive, funny, and affectionate. Mm. Like all in all, I do agree with this. Okay. And that's so funny you had that reaction because I did too. Hey. <laughs> I did too. That's hilarious. That shit cracked me up. <laughs> Okay. So what's, what are, I want, I'm uh, curious to hear yours. So your personality and then that, that box too. Top All three. Right. So for those that have never taken an Enneagram, let's back up a little bit. There are what, nine types. Yeah. So if we go in order, you can either be the reformer, the helper, the achiever, the individualist, the investigator, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, or the peacemaker. So I have two that are pretty close together, which is the reformer and the instigator. Okay, the reformer was number four. The invest- the investigator came in, I came in, uh, or that characteristic came in third place. The enthusiast came in second, and the challenger came in uh, first. So I got the highest score on that. The challenger and enthusiast were off by one point. Wait, you're a type eight? Yeah, type eight, the challenger. Interesting. Yeah, so what's the trip is that I did take the free one. And you mentioned before, like, well, not you didn't mention in the podcast, but you did mention when we talked about it that um, you thought that the free ones might not be as reliable. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the free ones I took, it gives you two, um, it brings your two closest characteristics together mm-hmm. and then and then you can kind of bounce back and forth between them so for me my top two are the challenger and the enthusiast so for that free one my score would have been an 8.7 like 
like I would have been an 8.7 mm-hmm. but yeah so if I scroll down general so I, I kind of agree with this there's a certain section I don't agree with but generally eights are strong assertive resourceful independent determined action oriented pragmatic competitive straight talking shrewd and insistent which mm-hmm. yes I agree mm-hmm. with all that mm-hmm. um Aids get into conflicts by being blunt, willful, domineering, forceful, defiant, confrontational, bad-tempered, rageful, <laughs> cynical, and vengeful. Now, 100% you. So, so I get heated quick. I do have a short fuse. I do have a short fuse, but I feel as if that, at least for me, like I feel like I have a lot more control of it now than obviously when I was younger and I think the whole thing like I'm really big on words and like the way that they mention conflicts when they say confrontational I mean you can have a simple debate or a disagreement and someone instantly thinks it's a confrontation right mm-hmm. or an argument it's like okay well someone's just speaking their mind probably like there's nothing to be an argument you know mm-hmm. I do agree with that first half though uh-huh someone defiant uh domineering not as much so domineering and forceful those are two things i'm not really i don't agree with okay like it's like i'm cool if you, you uh-huh. don't want to <laughs> go do your own thing and at their best eights are honorable heroic empowering generous gentle constructive initiating decisive and inspiring um okay. which I guess I could get down with that <laughs> I guess see which brings me to like again another one of these like okay so I am going to compare these to horoscopes which some people might hate um getting like their cards read or like you know I don't know future view I don't know how do you say it getting their futures read okay this is this is my issue with like horoscopes and I thought this way ever since ever since like middle school when it was like really popular it's clear I often find them so broad general and vague these readings that you start to dig into your personal life Mm -hmm. and you start to so you start to dig and you start to think how can I apply my results to what's what's going on in my life to try and make sense of them so you're like okay yeah it does sound good like okay this is totally true and applies to me do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so like that's my beef with horoscopes and I think you skipped out a little bit oh sorry that's my beef with horoscopes and then when I think also like some card readings and I've never really is that what they're called card readings when you like go to someone and they well, like they try to tell you your future. Yeah, tarot cards. Okay, Card okay. Games, yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I, I'm not like too familiar with them, but I have gotten a, I have had some of my um, like two best friends go and get readings done. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm always just so skeptical because I can't help but think that if someone who claims to like, they can see my future, tell me what's going to happen in my future, tells me then from that point forward, I can't help but always keep that in the back of my, my mind and have that affect my decision-making, mm-hmm. you know, which is like, then is that true for me or am I just trying to make it happen because someone told me it's going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost as if they're like spoken into existence. It's a um, well, self-fulfilling prophecy. That's not, I guess you wouldn't consider it that way. But, but yeah, maybe, you know, you just can't let it get to your head. You really got to take it for what it is and realize that if that, let's say you did a tarot card reading, right? Mm-hmm. If that was true or, or horoscopes or anything, if any of it was true, it's meant to happen no matter what. So wasting time overthinking about it isn't really going to do anything for you. I think you know, for those that do overthink any type of results that they do get, maybe it's the time to actually Mm self-reflect and realize like, okay, well, 
it's like any type of research, right? You're always taught to challenge the answer. Yes. Yeah, never like in any research, it's never a hundred percent. So when um, when you're given these answers for these tests, you know that's probably your time to challenge. Like, okay, well, are there are there the things that you don't like? The answers, um, the answers, the score that you get, and you might not like the responses or whatever. Think of scenarios that might have occurred in your life, and like, oh, did you re- did you react this way in that scenario, mm-hmm. or um, was there something that I did that might have that might have steered me in that direction and I was able to retract from that because I don't think every one of these characteristics is going to fall mm-hmm. fall into place for everybody mm-hmm. but I, I definitely do think this is a time to reflect and this doesn't mean that this is who you are mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah if anything so I'm like okay so what good are these tests then like why are they so popular why do so many people take them so I have this thought in my mind right now. And before I lose it, you said something that, <clears throat> that triggered this thought, but oftentimes these results are said or, you know, typed out in a way that it's like flattering. And because people like to maybe re- read about themselves, talk about themselves, you know, we like to, to do that. Maybe that's why like we're attracted to our results because they're spun in such a way that there's like some positivity to them, you know, mm-hmm. like, Ooh, let me self-respect self self-reflect. Sorry. So I think that's why, so I don't know what you said. Sorry that I, that I felt like I needed to bring that up, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes no, I use, no I'm laughing because you apologize like 70 million times, but oh, all right. <laughs> I know I need to, I need to stop doing that. But, um, but I, what I did want to say is I think this is a good starting point to better learn and understand ourselves. Like, you know, we're taking these with a grain of salt, but it, it can point out differences and maybe seeing your results and seeing my, my results will help us like understand each other a little bit better. Exactly. Like why my manager or my boss had me do this test. Right. Mm -hmm. She kind of wanted to analyze me. So I don't know. They're fun. Um, I am going to like read more in detail, like my results and see what I can learn about it because I do like to put like reasonings behind like, why, like, why am I the way that I am? Right. I guess to like understand a little more. So I I will be doing that. When you pointed that are you questioned, why do people want to, oh, why do people take these tests? You know, I think that it falls into the whole idea of finding yourself. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people that are like, oh, I want to go out and travel. I want to search for myself. I want to, or like, especially when people go through a breakup, you know, oh, I found mm-hmm. myself. I lost, I lost myself. I needed to, I needed to get myself back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, taking these kind of tests, it, it can help um, affirm what you might how you might think of yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And because like I said, I, I really do think if you answer these truthfully, mm-hmm. they'll bring out some of the most common traits that you do portray. And people like to see good shit, you know, especially when you're real with yourself. If you see the positives out of these tests, you know, people like to see it. Mm-hmm. And and then it became a big thing to post on the Gen Z, man, I feel like they post all that stuff on their dating apps, on their social media profiles. They do, um, huh? And yeah, it's, it's weird because I feel like people want to know what your personality type is, but people still don't know how to use that information. Oh, sure. You know? I well, it's, it's overwhelming. Could be. It is overwhelming. What is this? this? The results that we got, I think it's close to 30 pages long. Yeah. I mean, but if you really, you're, I feel like if you're really interested in something, you would take the time to do it. Right. Sure. And if you do have interest in something, nothing really is overwhelming. It can still be overwhelming. It's a lot to process. I guess. But Well, with, um, with the people that do take this, like I, I've talked to a couple of people that knew what their, their Enneagram. Uh-huh. And you know, she's claimed she did all this stuff. And, you know, as we're going through our quote unquote dating phase, um, she never really took on some of the characteristics that are supposed to be your strong suits, right? 
Mm-hmm. And she also didn't know how to interact with my type, my personality type. And I think mm-hmm. that people that do take this test, aside from learning about yourself, I think it's important to realize like how are you, how does your personality coincide with others? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to try to be there for others um, based on what their personality type is, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's where the whole job thing is really important. Mm-hmm. You know, from a leadership standpoint, I think it's important that you know um, what type of personality your team members are like, or what type of personality your team members have. So that way you know how to coach, you know how to interact, you know what sure. might be best for them, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I actually, um, type eight, the challenger was my least scoring one. Really? Yeah. I wonder what that means for the least. The, oh, this game, so the loyalist is my least one. <laughs> that is interesting. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, but does that mean like we're on different ends of the spectrum? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea. And, you know, this does talk about like relationships and compatibility and what you were saying earlier, you know, making a TV show and grouping people based on their personality types and mm-hmm. doing opposites attract. I wonder if you went, if you went by this compatibility type, would that work or not? The only way we'll find out is if we create the show. <laughs> if we, if we do the show. So you guys, all you contestants <laughs> out there who are willing to go through this, through this ceremonious <laughs> experiment, uh, if please. If you want to sign please. up. We're not liable for anything that may happen in or out. <laughs> that probably wouldn't work. You know, you really got to gotta know the person which wasn't that interesting in um love is blind when there was the atheist and the christian yes i mean it's kind of like that like they ended up falling for each other and building an emotional connection with each other again sight unseen Mm -hmm. ended up getting engaged i'm sure you can guess how that turned out getting married See, that's, and that's a whole nother thing. I feel like. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to ruin it. Again, if you haven't seen Love is Blind, but. Yeah, you know, I think religion is a whole nother factor. Because. Again, it's just my perspective. Like when when it comes to religion, you have these base values that are within the religion, right? Mm -hmm. You can still hold those base values without being religious. Mm -hmm. Which. Yeah which really sucks because like you can have, at least for them, you can have a personality that matches really well, but then you have something that's of high value or of high importance to you and usually religion. And that just fucks everything up. Well, what's crazy to me is that they knew their religious, whatever, you know, what each other's religions were before they got engaged. So I am surprised that the Christian knowing that she was kind of compromising on her values she said yes. Yeah. And uh, the atheist was willing to, because he felt he had such a strong connection with her, was willing to look past religion. So anyways. You know, I dated someone. Do uh, opposite to track. Uh-huh. I dated someone. She was like, she was like, I really want to be with someone that's like really into their religion and follows this, wants to follow the same route I want to follow. Mm-hmm. Not like, ha, it's not me baby not me well, did you break not up me. on did you break up that second <laughs> nah, we, it was weird man we ended up we ended up dating for like a few months i think mm-hmm. it was, it even was though so you told weird. her no and that's clearly what she wanted yeah i'm cool like it doesn't i'm mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. I'm yeah good. yeah stuff i think that what's crazy is that that, yeah religion is really something crazy because i feel like i can have the same exact values as someone as someone that devotes their life to jesus mm-hmm. or, or just any type of religion i can have the same exact values but just because i don't commit myself to that religion it's all a bad thing I'm like yo mm-hmm. even the same shit i just don't need to i don't think i need to go mm-hmm. and follow in the same footsteps to have people believe i believe in it mm-hmm. yeah Oh yeah, but that Christian church I went to um, back in the day with you and Erica. 
I can't believe you came to church with me. Bro, you are the worst. I mean, you mentioned this last you year, but worst, I, bro. I don't remember that at all. I think this had to be, we were probably like 20, 21, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, you. it was dope. What do you want to, what about it? Oh. There was a rock band. What do you mean? With lights and a mm-hmm. big screen. Mm-hmm. Everything was dope. I think there was food. No food. Maybe no snack. Snacks. Maybe That's like a, I mean. like, okay, like a breakfast snack. Yeah. Breakfast snack. No, it was nighttime. It was nighttime. Yeah, Where we go to like, like a concert. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was that. I remember it being at night. Oh. Okay, yeah. maybe we went to a night session. Okay. I think they had um yeah, they had a band playing. Dude was chilling, everybody was cool. I was like, this is pretty dope. It's pretty dope. <laughs> All right, how about this? Um, let's scroll back up and I want you to take the personality type that you scored the highest in, which is what the type six? Yes. Okay, so um under type six, you got your generally sixes are the sixes get into conflict, conflicts. <laughs> conflicts by being um and then at their mm-hmm. best sixes are so if you take all those characteristics right yeah and there are let's say there's something there that maybe um there's a trait there that you want to work on or get better at uh or even eliminate let's say you agree with it and you just want to eliminate that trait mm. there's some things there you want to change this way i get to hold you accountable all the listeners get to hold you accountable. <laughs> when we throw when we throw that '90s party, when we throw that '90s party, uh-huh. everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, I thought this, I thought this motherfucker was gonna be uh, blah 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 blah." Change, change. <laughs> um, man, I okay. So I actually did read my results a little bit a little bit earlier today, but it highlighted a lot on worrying. Okay. Okay. And uh, you know personally how much I worry and how much, so get this, like of a pessimist I can be like, okay, what, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you know me? What is like the one thing that I think a lot about? Okay, perfect. And so I'm always thinking about death. Okay. And when I was like, answering these questions that was often in the back of my mind and so when I got my results I think they're like she is so pessimist negative worrying xyz but I'm like but you know me though what do I do with death I spin it and I try to make it a positive Mm -hmm. right (laughs) I don't know how to put this like in a good way but I don't know I guess it didn't I didn't like how it was pointing me out to be like such a such a worrying person and a negative person because I think about death a lot. I, cause I don't see it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, like I am the type to think about worst case scenarios, but I do that so I can prepare for it. Like, I don't want to be caught blind. I don't want to be blindsided by an unpredictable situation or a bad situation or whatever well, you want still, to call it. I mean, that still holds true then. Regardless of, what the, regardless of what the reason is, it still holds true. Yeah, but I guess like, I just want to, <laughs> I don't want to be in, caught in a bad situation and not have a plan B. Like I, I worry about those things so I can prepare for it. And then if so, if it does happen, I'm like, oh, yeah. I got this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't want to worry so much um of things that are out of my control okay that makes sense yeah yeah what about you okay so a couple of things though well, I've, I've been trying to work on this for years um bad tempered um mm-hmm. so i which you know there's a characteristic on here that is not or there's a characteristic that i have that is not on here and i am impatient extremely impatient and if I'm explaining something to someone and they can't understand where I'm coming from, and then I have to explain it like multiple in multiple ways, and you still don't get what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm saying. And if I feel like someone's coming at me in a negative way, then all hell breaks loose. Because I uh-huh. feel as if I've explained this in the most simplest form 
possible and you still won't get it. Uh, so I think that's one thing I need that I still need to work on. I feel like I've gotten better. Um, I just need to become more patient. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole bad temper, you know, can definitely get out there. And it, it really is just about being impatient with people. Then one thing I do want to improve on is the gentle, I guess the gentle portion. Cause I, when I think about at their best eights are a lot of those things fall into okay. my line of work. Uh, empowering generous constructive initiating inspiring right so i think the gentle portion is like something that a lot of people don't get to see and i feel like it's not necessary to see that side of things and we had this conversation before where each group or sometimes specific individuals get only Mm -hmm. get to see a Mm -hmm. portion of me which probably falls into the whole zodiac thing i'm a gemini um i guess gemini's get get a bad rep all the fucking time uh but i guess so yeah we're supposed to be like twins or something two-faced yeah so so um yeah not everybody gets to see certain sides i mean i think that i want it to be a mm-hmm. little bit more well-rounded overall i'm down with this i do worry a lot hmm. which is not on here um I, I'm a, I'm definitely an so overthinker. So were you true to yourself when you were answering these questions? Yeah, I actually had to go back a couple of times. Yeah. It just, yeah. I'm like, am I, in, am I understanding these questions correctly? Because sometimes they word it so it's a little confusing, you know? And so I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. which one do I answer to? And uh, I ended yeah. up changing my answers a couple of times and I'm like, damn, I know that can alter my results, but whatever, we're going with it. I mean, yeah. I don't know, like I said, like, these are fun. These are interesting to do. It helps me learn about more about myself and, you know, learn about others, friends or family, if they take them and shoot, give them to me. It's almost like, it's almost like a, a page out of your book on who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we should we write a book. Uh, we should write a book on who we are. Okay. you can write a book whatever Whatever. (laughs) you can write you should write a book (laughs) Uh, that's what we so we're gonna plan the 90s party we should write a book um have it be a little promo party for the book and we'll do signings putting a lot on your plate (laughs) do you have that what are um putting a plate yeah. One of the characteristics for you is like taking too much on. Uh, no, nah, it's, not. it's not. Like you take a lot on. And sometimes I wonder, like, are I you do being think- real? Like I'm practical or realistic. Um you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> I asked myself that same question. I asked myself that same question this morning. Yes, this morning and yesterday, every day, the day before, all of last yeah. month and last year. Yeah. Yes. yes, but it will all work out. It shall all work out. It has to all there you go. work out. Has to. That's my has to. Mm-hmm. And so I think what the people need to do, everybody that listen, y'all need to take one of these damn tests and go back to our last post and. Let us know. Let us yeah, know let scores. us know what your score is and do you agree with them? And how will you use it going forward? You know what would be dope if we had a live discussion on that too? Cool. On um, personality traits. Because, you know, studies like this, I, I think it's really important to make sure that you get perspectives from many point of views, which I'm sure researchers- Wait, are many, what, what do you mean by um, when you say many point of views? So, I mean, I don't know exactly how they construct the test, but something as simple mm-hmm. as confrontation, right? My perspective of confrontation is something extremely different. Who knows what their what their perspective mm-hmm. of confrontation mm-hmm. is? You know, uh, something that may seem bad to when this this could fall into like ethical reasoning, right? So where if something if there's something that may seem bad to mm-hmm. the researcher, like having a debate, having a a debate of a certain duration turns into an argument well what if it's just a long debate and one's really mm-hmm. passionate about it you know um, I've had people tell me that I'm extremely passionate about something 
which could be like sugarcoating oh bro chill you're kind of angry <laughs> but at the same time like if you do notice people that are extremely passionate about something like you know and you can mm-hmm, sense that yeah. they are passionate about it and some people to some people that comes off in a negative I can way see that. so I think yeah I think just having like a talk with many people about it is pretty would be uh extremely efficient in trying to understand you know different personalities rather than just going to one source and this is supposed to be what we're all supposed to agree on right I wouldn't say like with Myers-Briggs I mean I mentioned this earlier but I think it is missing some aspects of character you know that's not even considered and maybe same with the Enneagram too um what do you call it they're like there's gaps in it there's gaps in it so yeah but definitely oh before man I keep on forgetting man before we head out let's take a little commercial break from our sponsors (laughs) go I don't know what's so funny but (laughs) all right we have sponsors of course we don't have any dance just started